Welcome to the Inrooted Podcast, the landowner podcast to empower you with inspiration, new perspectives, and quick tips for your forest management and land ownership journey. Now, timber value. It's priceless, right? It provides clean air, clean water, and a vast array of other ecosystem and habitat benefits. In fact, UGA did a study one time to show that forest land provided the state of Georgia up to $36 billion worth of ecosystem services. Don't believe me? Go Google it. But let's talk the real value of your timber. You know, the timber value when you're doing a timber sale and the actual money you'll receive for waiting your allotted 15 to 30 year time frame for them to grow to a worthy size and become a product we can utilize. And the price you, the landowner, are paid in your hand for your standing timber is called stumpage. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's a real word, okay? And perhaps you've been hearing mixed messages when it comes to stumpage prices. They say stumpage prices are low and yet Timberland is a good investment. FYI, it is still a good investment, but ROI is a topic for another day. And I have an article that briefly touches on that. If you're an eager beaver and just can't wait for that episode, you can check it out at landandladies.com blog. But you hear a variety of different prices being thrown at you and you're not sure what is right and what is fair. And the answer is, ding, 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 it depends. First, it depends on your regional markets. You should never compare stumpage rates you hear from another state to what you are being offered. And honestly, you shouldn't even compare with different parts of the state because the available markets are the first thing that is going to determine what type of ball field of opportunity you're playing with. But after you align yourself in the right ball field, what else determines your stumpage rate? because Jerry over there just sold his timber and he's getting X for it, but the offer you only equated up to Q. So why the difference? Well, it could be the timber type being sold, pines versus hardwoods. It could be the product classes present, poles and saw timber versus chip and saw and pole. It could be the size of land, you know, the acreage being cut, the road setup and the accessibility of the track, the logging operability of the track, or the current fuel rates at the pump. And honestly, it's a mix of all of them at the same time. What you are offered as stumpage potential, whether it is calculated as a lump sum or presented as a pay as cut per ton offer, is uniquely calculated based on your characteristics of the land, plus a few extra external factors. Now, if you have no idea what I mean by lump sum or pay as cut, I do have a new free audio resource that dives into those differences and when one might get paid with one or the other. So go check that out after this episode at landandladies.com slash how to sell and get paid. All in all, your offering is based on the variety of factors I had mentioned. You have a certain ball field you're playing within, okay? And that sets the parameters of fair rates but your unique offer will depend on what exactly you have for your trees and your land. Now let's run through an example real quick to better explain what I mean by all this. And these numbers are gonna be completely made up for simple math purposes, okay? But say you're in ball field B. You have a decent market advantage over those in the mountain regions in field A, but not as good as ball field C on the coast. So what does that mean? Ball field B, average stumpage rates are around $10 a ton, whereas field A is averaging only $5 a ton and field C is $15. So right here, we have three separate fields, which are starting at three different quote unquote normal averages. 
And these are just averages. Numbers can go up and down from here, but they give you the starting point to put your reference anchor to. Again, what does that mean? You're still in ball field B, okay? So stay with me. With the average stumpage being $10, you know if someone offered you $5 off the bat, it's either a low ball offer, trying to take advantage of you and your situation, or you might have some really challenging characteristics to work with it. How can you tell what ball field you might be operating within? First and foremost, you can always call around, and I usually recommend about three different consultants, and simply ask for the going stumpage rates for your area. Don't ask what stumpage should you be getting because they can't tell you without analyzing your trees first, but they can give you an average ballpark range for the current time period. You can also subscribe to a few sites if you're really wanting to dig into the analytical weeds. You can check out Forest, Timber Mart South, or Forest to Market. Again, these won't necessarily be what you will be offered, but can place you in the appropriate ball field. After we have that established, we're looking at the quality of timber and the type of timber you are harvesting. Is it pine or is it hardwoods? Is it higher product classes or lower quality? If it wasn't obvious, the higher quality, the higher the rate. But you have a realistic understanding of what your timber quality is across the landscape. Just because you have a few high quality products, a few poles out there, doesn't mean all in all you will be receiving that average higher price across the board. And again, these are kind of just more or less starting points within your ball field. So what part is unique to you? We're gonna start with acreage size of the tract. In general, the larger the tract, the higher the rate can support because that means they're going to be on your site longer. And we all know the pain we personally feel at the pump for our daily lives. And the same is true for logging. It is incredibly expensive to move sites. So the longer they can stay at a site before having to pack up and move, the more profitable that site can be, which means the more wiggle room there is for the stumpage to increase for your wallet. Now, there is a general rule of thumb breaking point Anything that is about 40 acres or less is now considered a small landowner. And this is kind of an average, again, rule of thumb. And it doesn't make it impossible to do work, but it does make it more challenging to get work done on your time schedule. This can impact stumpage due to the fact that they won't be staying on your site as long before they again have to pack up and move. And remember, transportation and the cost of the move is one of the most expensive aspects of logging. So acreage, it does play a fact into what type of stumpage you might be able to get. The next, your access and accessibility. What roads internally are available or do they need to be made? What does the access onto the track look like? Is it off the main highway frontage with good ingress and egress, or do they have to travel through another landowner's track? Or even if it's still on your own track, do they have to travel miles and miles before they even get to a county public road? Are there any streams that need to be crossed? Without roads or access, it doesn't matter how bad you want it cut or how beautiful the timber is, if they can't physically get to your site, the stumpage value is nil may have great ecological value, but what you will get paid for that harvest doesn't matter because they can't get to your timber. And finally, another characteristic unique to you is, is your land considered dry and all weather or do you have a wet tract? 
And by this, can your track get logged when it's been raining for a while without running up the land? Dry all-weather tracks generally fetch a better rate because of their ability to be harvested when land is limited to hold large operating equipment. If your track is wetter, or even if it's not, you know, a very dry track, then this might decrease your stumpage potential because it can only be harvested during certain seasons and when it is dry, which means that all other areas are dry too and there's probably a surplus of available wood. What else? I just alluded to weather. Weather actually plays a big factor on the stumpage rates of your ball field because when it is dry, there is a surplus of wood available and well, when there's more supply than demand, that tends to decrease rates. But during the rainy season, or when there's a random northeaster and drops a ridiculous amount of rain, now that equation is flipped because the mills still need to operate a certain quota level. But now their operable logging options have shrunk down to a limited pool. So that will obviously increase the rates you can receive, but only if you have the appropriate site that they can actually operate on. So let's wrap this up. What determines your stumpage? The market ball field your tract is within, the quality of timber and the species type, your acreage and accessibility, your land type, remember all weather or wetter, and the current weather. Hopefully this has given you a little bit more clarity why you shouldn't be comparing your stumpage with Jerry down the road now, but if you're still having doubts, remember working with a consultant you trust is your biggest asset and investment you can make to ensure you are receiving the best rates possible. And if you're looking for one, check out episode 10 to help you interview and find the best fit. Until next time, don't forget to share and give us a shout out on social media.